And we're back. Welcome to a brand new episode, guys, of the Hamilton Train Podcast. I am your host of the day, Jared Hamilton. It's a pleasure having you in the house again. So in today's episode of the podcast, I want to talk to you guys about things you're no longer allowed to do when it comes to fat loss. Because here's the thing. A lot of people are doing a lot of stupid stuff. A lot of people are doing things that just straight up should not be allowed. So uh, I wanted to give you a little bit of uh, a little bit mini rule book about things that you are no longer allowed to do that might go against some of the uh, stuff you've been doing when it comes to this game of fitness and fat loss and losing weight and feeling better. So um, I want to get into it. So number one, you're going to want to write these down more than likely because I have one, two, three, four, five, six things. So number one that you're not going to want to do, you're not allowed to do anymore is freak out. If we're going to be totally honest, most of you listening to this have way more crazy shit going on in your day to day than, uh, that you stay calm about than whether you gain three pounds of water weight overnight. Like I've seen some of the most like mentally strong people and crazy, uh, amazing people who can handle just outstanding situations freak out like a child that never got their way, uh, when it comes to fitness and fat loss and all this stuff. So the number one thing you're not allowed to do is freak out. This is, this is just a thing you're no longer allowed to do. Like I would put it up there with, uh, torturing puppies. Like that's just not okay. And we don't do that here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when it comes to this, you're not allowed to freak out because here's the thing, you know what happens when you freak out, you make stupid fucking decisions. You know what I mean? So you're, you, you're just not allowed to freak out anymore. Like assume that like the world will end, um, if you freak out, right? So when it comes to this, you, you understand that like nothing good happens when you freak out. Imagine like if you, if you come up on a car wreck and somebody's like, somebody's like bleeding really bad and because they're about to die and they're just freaking the fuck out, you know, it makes everything worse, everything worse. So you think about it this way. When you start freaking out about your fitness and fat loss, bad shit happens. You make stupid decisions, you make rash decisions and you do stuff that just, you would never do in a calm state. So freaking out is no longer, uh, allowed. So that's the thing. If you find yourself freaking out, literally have a moment. You're like, no, I'm not allowed to do this. You know what I mean? Like th think about it this way. When I, here's a little fun story for you. When I was little, my little brother, so it's so growing up. I slept in a bunk bed with, um, in my bedroom as a, as a kid, we had two sets of bunk beds because I have three other siblings. Well, my little brother would always get croup. You know, for those of you who don't know what croup is, it's like that respiratory thing where like they're like, <gasps> and they can't breathe and like they got to, you know, like turn on the uh, humidifier and all that stuff. And uh, my little brother would get croup like several nights a week, a lot. And uh, one of the things I always remember my mom telling him is like, you know, obviously for a little kid, it's scary. And cause you can't breathe and you don't know what's going on and you wake up that way and he would get upset and start to cry and freak out and which makes it worse. And one of the things my mom would say is, Hey, you can't get upset because the more you get upset, the worse it gets and the less you'll be able to breathe. So what happens is my little brother would just calm down. And that's how I view a lot of stuff in my day to day. When I naturally want to freak out about stuff, I know freaking out does bad things. So I don't, I want you to view the same thing when it comes to your stuff is freaking out never makes anything good. Freaking out always, um, fucks everything up, makes it 10 times worse. Um, cause you just make bad decisions. So that's the one thing you're not allowed to do anymore is freak out. Cause to be honest, there's nothing to freak out about. Cause here's the thing you have to understand in the fat loss game. If you see a big enough thing happen where you want to freak out, that's not fat. Like I, I had someone like, like if let's say the scale, let's say you weighed 150 pounds this morning and tomorrow morning you wake up 157 pounds. 
most people freak the fuck out. But also, most people know that fat doesn't do that. If you, this, It's physiologically impossible to store seven pounds of fat in 24 hours. That doesn't happen. Fat, body fat gain or loss does not spike. It's very slow and very incremental, right? So when you have things that happen, you have to stay logical and you can't freak out. You can't get emotional about stuff because you have to really think it through. Like the scale may have jumped seven pounds overnight, but you and I both know like you also had pizza. You also drank a shit ton and you also had salt on everything you did. So you're retaining some water and some foods that you're not normally used to eating. So like you and I both know that's not body fat. That's just water and food product and stuff like that. So that's why you just never want to freak out ever. It's never a good idea. So number two, things you're not no longer allowed to do when it comes to fat loss. You are not allowed to make decisions you would never suggest to your best friend. A lot of people have in double, um, a lot of people when it comes to this game has a lot of, um, what, what word am I looking for? A lot of, uh, biases, number one, but no, a lot of, uh, words escaping me. What is it? Um, fuck. What is it? What is it? Um, damn it. What? <laughs> What is that word? Um, a lot of people are hypocritical and have, uh, yeah, a lot of people are hypocritical. They would say, oh yeah, I want to eat a thousand calories a day, but no, I would never tell my best friend to, uh, to, to eat a thousand calories a day. You know what I mean? Do not do nothing is okay for you to do that. You would never suggest a friend to do because a lot of the stupid ass decisions most people make, they would never tell their best friend. There are way too many people who are binging, who are starting over Monday, who are cutting out all their favorite foods, who are going to crazy extremes, who are um, just eating like a thousand calories a day or less, who are just making ridiculous decisions that they would never, ever, 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 ever make to their best friend. Like a lot of people, like the amount of things you should see my DMs. People are like, Jared, I overate over this weekend. So I think I'm just going to not eat for the next seven days. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You're going to tell your best friend, yeah, you ate one brownie too many. So don't just starve for the next week. No one would recommend that. You know, those of you listening to that, like some habits are coming to mind right now where you might be eating 800 calories a day. You might be doing cardio every single day. You might be doing workouts for three hours a day. You might be taking a bunch of stupid fucking supplements. Think about it. Would you recommend your best friend to do what you're doing right now? And if the answer is no, then you might want to rethink what you're what you're doing. Okay? Because again, if it's not okay for your best friend, it's not okay for you. All right? Next, deprive yourself. You are no longer allowed to deprive yourself. Because here's the thing. When it comes to this, there's that I don't understand. People, there's no reason for to, to deprive yourself. You and I both know no food inherently stores fat. I've been talking about this for the past three or four years that um, it's this is a game of calories in, calories out, right? If your body burns 2,000, you eat 1,700 calories and have some donuts in there, you will lose fat. I did it last year when I did my daily donut and I dropped 30 pounds. It's that kind of thing, guys, is you should not be depriving yourself because when you deprive yourself, it leads to binging into going ballistic, into going nuts. I was just talking to one of my girls, uh, one of my online girls about this today. She was having trouble with binging and cravings and, uh, and I said, let me ask you something. I said, what are you craving right now? She's like, pizza. And I said, okay. I said, let me ask you this. On a scale of one to 10, one being, eh, it sounds good. And 10 being, I will kill small children to get to pizza. Where are you at? And she goes, oh, about a four. I said, okay, I want you to go get pizza today. I want you to go get two slices of pizza. She's like, really? Like, is that, that's okay? I'm like, yeah, I want you to go get pizza and enjoy it. 
because here's the thing, guys, most people wait. Um, most people wait till a craving is on a scale of one to 10, a 10 out of 10. And then they, at that level where they'd rather be ready to kill little children for pizza. And then they wonder why they can only, why they binge and go ballistic versus when you deprive yourself, the craving level builds and builds and builds and builds. And your uh, chances of success, having some in moderation goes lower and lower and lower and lower. And the thing is, there's just no need to do that. You don't have to deprive yourself. The old model of like eat perfect all throughout the week and then have your cheat day or cheat meal, which is fucking stupid. That's, that's the old model. That is not a thing anymore. Don't do, don't do that. When it comes to this stuff, there's no reason to, to deprive yourself. Cause again, if on a scale of one to 10, you get a craving that's chilling at about a two, you go handle it with a two response. If you have a craving for Oreos, that's a two out of 10, go have a fucking Oreo. And guess what? You just killed the craving. You're not going to go, well, Jared, I got to eat the whole pack. Like, no, you don't. It was a two out of 10, not a 10 out of 10. So that's why don't, don't just try to be good and, and hide your cravings. It's not ever going to work. Imagine that in any other area of your life. Imagine like you and your marriage or you and your, your relationships are just shit. And instead of talking out the problem when it's small, you just bottle it up, bottle it up, bottle it up, bottle it up. Or imagine like if your car is starting to like feel a little weird while you're driving it, you're not going to just turn up the radio and, and hope and just ignore it and wait for the problem to get worse. Cravings are the same thing. Don't wait till the craving is at the point where you almost get sexually aroused thinking about fucking donuts. You see what I mean? So there's no reason to deprive yourself. It's, it's really, it's dumb and it's not needed. Um, so that's, that's another thing you're not, no longer allowed to do. Um, next saying and thinking things you wouldn't want to come true. This is a big one because guess what happens? You can't uh, or just assume everything you say and think is going to come true. Because here's the thing. When you spend all of your days thinking, this is hard. Why is it going to be so difficult? Losing weight takes so long. Oh my gosh, why does this just have to suck? I'm never motivated. Do you really think you're going to get its inverse? Imagine this. Imagine you like you're getting married and you go, well, this is it. Life is going to fucking suck. I'm going to end in a divorce and I ha- I'm going to hate my spouse. Do you, don't you think that mindset's going to taint your uh, experience of marriage? Of course. So it's the same thing when it comes to dieting and fat loss and fitness and all this mess is the universe doesn't operate where you like get a wine bitch and complain and you get the inverse. You know what I mean? That's not how the world operates or the universe and gravity and all this shit operates. It doesn't go like that. You guys have to understand that when it comes to this, um, you have to start auditing what you say and what you think. Because again, if all you do is wine bitch and complain, all you're going to get is things, more things to whine, bitch, and complain about. But if all you do is say and think things like, man, this is great. I'm so happy that I'm able to go work out. I'm so thankful I can have an overabundance of food where I have to diet because I've been overly nourished and like, and oh, wow, my pants are fitting a little bit better. I'm so thankful. And, and, and on being on that side of it, guess what? You're going to attract more of that into your life. It's pretty nuts. Next. No, I don't know what number we're on. Things you're no longer allowed to do when it comes to fat loss is force yourself to eat foods you hate. Understand this, guys. There's a lot of foods to choose from. Fruits, vegetables, plants, proteins, carbs, fats. There's no inherently great food. There's no magical food, right? I see a lot of people who are force feeding themselves foods that they do not enjoy for the sake of fat loss. Like I know people there, like there's plenty of people who like hate broccoli, but love Brussels sprouts who are like, no, I got to eat broccoli and they force feed themselves food. They hate. Think of it this way. 
if your entire diet is only food you love, aren't you going to be more successful with that versus if you ate food you hated? A lot of people are eating bland ass chicken, rice, and broccoli in every single meal and wondering why they can't sustain this versus learn to find, be, be experimental, try other foods, try more food you that, that, you know, if you're, if you don't like vegetables or fruit, find different ways to prepare it. I mean, shoot, like, yeah, if I had to go eat a raw head of broccoli like a fucking rabbit, I probably wouldn't like it either, but throw some olive oil on that bad boy, throw some garlic powder, salt and pepper, and bake it for about 20 minutes, and fuck, it tastes like it came from Olive Garden. Like, be a little creative here. A lot of people are like, I'm a picky eater, and then, like, they haven't even given, like, seven fucking seconds to trying to make something taste good. So, I want you to eat only foods you enjoy. And trust me, there are plenty of really good quality, wholesome, nutritious foods that you would love. Again, it all starts off the same. It all starts as bland, as, as bland plants and, and bland and raw meat. And it's just a matter of making it taste good. Next, last one on this episode, you are no longer allowed to go to extremes. Any extreme is bad. Every extreme is bad. Okay. Should you, uh, work out every single day? Probably not. But should you work out like a good three, four days a week? Of course. Well, um, should you, are you able to have, or should you cut out, or I'm sorry, should you eat an entire pack of Oreos? Probably not. Can you enjoy like two or three Oreos? 100%. Should you, uh, you know, this goes for anything. Think about like even parenting. Should you overparent your kid? No. Should you underparent your kid? No. Any and every extreme is bad. Every single extreme is bad. So don't go to any extremes. Should you know, should you do you have to go keto and get rid of all your carbs? Of course not. But should you have all the carbs? No. Do you guys see what you guys see what, I, see what I'm saying? Think of it this way. In your professional life, you search for work-life balance, right? You're on the constant pursuit of that work-life balance, right? Where you can still enjoy your life and be happy, but also provide for your family. It's the same thing with this. There is fat loss life balance. There is a fitness life balance where you can enjoy your entire life as a real adult human who loves really good food and going and doing things, but also have every fitness goal you could ever want. Like you can have both. Too many people live on one extreme or the other. They either go crazy and, you know, hit themselves with the fitness stick and they eat, sleep and breathe fitness and their life is nothing but only fitness, nothing but fitness. So help you fitness. And that's not okay because you have no experience and enjoyment outside of that. But then you have the other end of the spectrum where it's all, where there's no health and fitness and it's not, and that's when people are getting really overweight and underactive and they die 10 years early. So it's one of those things where it's the balance. Any extreme is bad. Think of it this way. It's the dose that makes poison lethal. When I, I just uh, onboarded with my coaching program, a nurse and she, we were talking about this stuff, extremism and she, uh, and I used the example to her. I said, hey, look, you, you'll know this. I said, it's the dose that makes poison lethal. I said, have you ever administered potassium to a patient in your hospital? And she said, yeah, of course. I said, because they needed it to be healthy, right? And she's like, yeah. I said, but you have to do it in very low doses and super slow, don't you? And she's like, oh, yeah. I said, how is that? Any? I said, is that any different than the potassium that they give someone on death row? And she's like, no. I'm like, exactly. What's the difference? It's the context. It's the dose and the speed. You know, it, it goes back. Should you work out every fucking, should you work out? Yes. Should you work out every fucking day? Well, of course not. You know, can you enjoy Oreos? Yes. Should you enjoy all the Oreos? No. Should you enjoy zero Oreos? No. You see what I mean? It's balance. 
So, and that's it for today's episode, guys. Those are the things that, that you are no longer allowed to do when it comes to fat loss. Number one, freaking out. Number two, making decisions you would never suggest to your best friends. Number three, saying and thinking things you would not want to come true. Number four, depriving yourself. And number five, forcing yourself foods you hate. And number six, going to any extremes. So, and that's it, guys. That's it for today's episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Jared Hamilton. I appreciate you being in the house today. And I will talk to you guys next time.